welcome to another episode of Barbie Does Dating. I am Miss Barbie Berg, your host. Nicoletti is here. Hola. He is. Hola. Wow. <laughs> You've got such a deep voice. Well, we're going international. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Our producer, Nicoletti. And then Steve Solberg. Hello. Hello. I, I was trying to think of a... Guten <laughs> Tag. Yeah. yeah. Steve Guten speaks tag. French. Say oui, something in French. It's Quelque so hot. Quelque chose en France. Oh. Français. <laughs> <laughs> something in Fran- France. <laughs> yeah. Totally random. You should volunteer to be one of the people at the Paris Olympics. They're officially taking stuff. And if you can speak French and English, it puts you higher on the list. What? And you if you're should funny, do it. You're even higher. That would be know. really cool. You should do it. Well, what do you do? You, you're there to just like complain. Yes, complain. Complain. Um, it could <laughs> As be any good French person. It could be any kind of different things. You could be set at a certain place. You they, could be helping guide people. They don't love my accent. I when well, I was were in France, in, you were in Canada though, weren't yes. you? Yes, yeah. and and so the the French immediately, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. is that the Canada? Oh, well, sort yeah, of. Kind of. <laughs> you know. Yeah, they don't love it. But you should think about applying. That'd be fun because you when would be awesome. When is the awesome. Paris Olympics? Next July or June? July. I don't know. It's 2024. That's all I know. But you'd probably be involved before. It actually starts yeah. to a certain extent. And I think that if you're coming in, I think they put you in dorms and stuff. No way. I think so. Hmm. So. And they give you cheese. Yes. Well, oh, there you go. French cheese. I still dream about the Yeah. French cheese. We did. I told you we did a cheese tasting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so good. I still think about that apple juice. Anyways. Wonderful apple juice. It was amazing. Like. Go to Paris, drink some apple juice. It's incredible. Bueno. <laughs> my friend's all drinking wine, and I'm like, I've got my apple juice. <laughs> I'm so happy. Okay, we are going to do an episode about something that's fairly recent. It is a term called passport bros. So Nick looked it up, but he's not sure if he got the right definition. Right. Steve doesn't know what this is at all, correct? Uh, I have suspicions. Do you have suspicions? Yeah. It is basically American men who go to other countries to find wives. Wives or just date? Wives. Okay. Yes. So that was, I thought this was just dating. Nope. Wives. Okay. That is the ultimate goal. So I actually okay. know two people. One guy has been married twice. The first one, and he married them both from the Philippines. And the first wife was horrible, awful, treated him horribly. It was awful. He was traumatized for a long time. And then he got married. Oh, geez, it's been like nine years now. She is the most wonderful woman. Like, oh, my goodness, she's incredible. Best thing that ever happened to him. And they're both not mail order, but you meet them I mean, online. It sounds, you go it to sounds very mail order like. Yeah. It's, yeah. Because you're shopping the modern from a catalog. version of Yeah. That. And so I have mixed feelings about it because he's an example of both things that could happen. But. I mean, she's amazing. She's incredible. And then, did I tell you, I think it was last year when we went to Paris, I was I was helping this guy in line to Such check baggage. Last the year. The last Not this time year. I was in Paris. Last year when I was in Paris. And next year in Paris, I'll have more stories. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> more apple juice. So much apple juice. Um, and cheese. Anyways, so I was talking to this guy that was trying to check his bags and he was kind of confused about the boarding process. He was probably like 50, maybe 55. 
And so I helped him. And so I didn't realize that we were going to be like in the same. Oh, we were going on the same flight. The first flight was the same. But so we ran into each other at the board at the gate. And he was like, hey, it's my friend. And so we chatted. And so I was like, oh, where are you going to end up? Because I think we had a layover in like Quebec or something like that. And he was like, oh, I'm going to the Ukraine. And I joked and I was like, oh, you're going to go. I said, please don't tell me you're going to get a wife. And he goes, oh, I'm going there to meet a woman that I've been talking to. And I'm like, oh, Oh, no. Barbie. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I go, all I'm going to ask is she asked you for money. And he goes, no. I'm like, okay, don't give her money. <laughs> is this, I mean, 90 Day Fiance? That's a thing. Right? Yeah, it's a thing. Have you guys ever watched the show? It's fabulous. I watched it's like it once. crack. Well, this I is different in, in a sense because this is intentionally going to another country. I don't know that they're setting any kind of like time frame on it, right? No, but it is basically the same thing. It's like you go over, you meet them, they they come back, like you get engaged, you get a fiance visa. Do they have somebody they're planning to meet? Yes. Or most do they of the just time. go and. And hope Most to of find the time, hit the bar. Or I so, think it's maybe a mix. I think, yeah, I think the the because this is a TikTok thing. Yes. So this and and I I only know that from my research, uh, but my understanding is there are a group of guys that go particularly to other countries because the American accent m- makes them exotic. Yes. And so they feel. That it opens doors that they don't have here because they're mysterious, exotic, and different. Mm -hmm. The other side, and this is where it starts to get a little creepier, is that they typically go to countries with lesser economies. Mm -hmm. And so when you go to live there, and because of remote work and things like that that people can do nowadays, you can get U.S. pay, but in Bali or Thailand or someplace where the cost of living is quite a bit lower... And therefore, you can live like a king, and therefore, the women are attracted to someone with more of a financial. Um, well, there's a lot offering. to unpack here, because so sometimes people go, "Why are there so many singles now?" Yeah, and more now than there's ever been. Mm-hmm. And I think economy is absolutely one of the factors. Sure, and I think that that, and it's not to say all oh, women are just after money, mm-hmm. I think women are after security and money doesn't necessarily have to be part of security, but secure, but like it helps. Yeah. And I think it's one of those things that also helps men feel more confident because we instill in men so much this, uh, you are a provider and this is your thing. And if you can't do that, and even if it wasn't instilled, honestly, I think even, there's some sort of like male instinct for yeah. this. My worth is linked to how well I can do like providing. Yeah. And so their confidence, all the things that they've mm-hmm. linked their worth with is that. And in the US, it's not what it used to be. I have hair on my tongue. <laughs> Jeez Louise, that was that gross. That the weird face you were just giving I, It was the worst. <laughs> Ugh. So, yes and no to what Nick saw. It is a portion of it that these guys are going over there to live like kings and women are attracted. The, mo- the majority, though, of passport bros are guys who are... They are leaving the country. So let me read you the Urban Dictionary. The oh, passport good. bros are men who have chosen to seek out foreign women... 
typically from other countries for relationships because they believe Western women have been influenced by cultural and societal pressures to to behave in a certain way and that by seeking out foreign women, they can find a more authentic, fulfilling, and harmonious relationship. I call bull on that. Okay. Because most of the time when these guys are going to the Philippines, they're looking for someone that's more of service-oriented to them, someone that... Is like a subservient situation. Yeah, more but that's what they're saying is that because women in the United States are not... So here's the other thing, and you have to not put this in LDS terms because sure. every girl I know would be like, you want me to be a stay-at-home mom? Done. Please. That is my dream. I cannot wait. But what they're saying is outside of religious people... You aren't finding that people don't want to be at stay-at-home moms anymore. They don't want to have kids anymore. No, they... but they don't want to live in poverty of their countries either. Correct. And, and I think that the idea of men, like being a mm-hmm. provider, also like to be knights in shining armor. Sure. And so totally. I think there's a part of this where yeah. they come in, I'm going to save this poor woman in the sure. streets from her. She's gorgeous, but she's covered in dirt. And I'm yeah. going to save her, and she's going to love me forever because I saved her from her terrible life. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think you're well, finding a combination of several I don't know of those that, things. I don't... Oh, jeez. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I licked a dog or something. <laughs> I, this is the worst. <laughs> I don't know that that's that. I, I, I don't think that's the rule. I don't I think, think it's that, that extensive for is, the majority. I think a lot Let's of it not. is like the, uh, the guys who are... Because I think about... The first time I remember seeing, not a passport bro, but the first time I remember seeing a guy, like, way back when I was a kid in Seattle, and Mm -hmm. it was like, this is, uh, you know, Phil, and this is his wife. Kwan Lee. Yes. And I remember being like, how'd you guys meet? And he's like, I, you know, was on the internet, and we were talking, and it was like, but she doesn't speak English. Yes. (laughs) And how do you have a relationship? I thought yeah. it was weird. And I remember my parents even explaining it to me as a kid. And they're like, well, you know, love is one of those things that maybe you can find love without speaking. And I thought, <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I don't think so. Uh, but I remember being like, the guy was an awkward dude. He was not a normal dude. Yeah. And I don't know that passport bros are in that category of like, they're kind of awkward dudes. They might be. See, my thought is if they could, if they could handle it. This sounds kind of New York, but if you can handle it here, you can handle it anywhere. And yeah. so, if you can't find someone here, you're going to a whole other country just for this purpose, right? This isn't someone that was relocated, correct? Because of their job or something. And they're only going for a vacation. They're not going to live, right? The, the, their sole purpose to go there is to have a relationship to to. I don't want to say take a wife. But to but find it, a spouse, it, it yeah. It sounds kind of possessive in a way, though, because you, you're you saying, this whole country. Yeah. I can't, and the millions and millions of women that we have in the United States, none of them work. And I'm going to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. It, to me, that just says, I know I can't cut it. So the main thing about these passport bros that they were talking about and in the definition, it all really does go down to modern day feminism in America and how it has changed. Like I said, people don't want to stay at home. They don't want to have children as much anymore. I, I think it's that. I think yeah. it's not, I can't cut it. It's, I, I think it's, well, it is a degree of, I can't cut it. Sure. It's a degree of, I can't change their mind. And but uh, why the, the mm-hmm. in all fairness, 
there are plenty of women that want to have babies and get married here. But not as many, unless they're religious, you're finding it hardly at all. I see, I don't hardly at all. I guess you're a married it, dude. Yeah, I am. So but you I'm, don't I, see. I, you're right. I don't see it. I'm just saying that it, from what I've read mm-hmm. online and from what I saw, these individuals were well. First of all, my version was more dating than married. Anyway, like, yeah, so yours that, was that a totally different help. kind of group of guys. But it did feel yeah. like they were going like, I'm going here because I have value here. Mm-hmm. Like I, I feel like women are going to be attracted to me. Mm-hmm. Now it might not. It may be superficial, but on some level, they don't care. Mm-hmm. They, My accent. That was one of the sure. things. That they, my accent instantly makes them attracted to mm-hmm. me because I'm new and different. And, and sorry, I'm, I feel like I'm talking over. No, no, go ahead. I, I don't know if that's necessarily – because that's another aspect. Just because of my profession, um, that is preached to me constantly. We're like, you better find a way to stand out. And mm-hmm. one of my buddies – is from Tennessee and has a Tennessee accent. And he told me, he goes, look, I have an advantage because I have a Tennessee accent. Is this Nate? Yeah. Okay. And he said, he goes, but you got to believe I still had to pull myself up on every rung yeah. on that sure. ladder of success. And he's like, but you do need to find something unique about yourself. And sometimes, now I don't know if passport bros are straight white guys, but there no. is this like it so maybe maybe I'm barking up the wrong tree here. But yeah, just in in my profession I know they're always like find something that makes you stand out. Um and so if you're like, yeah, my accent makes me stand out or something like that to women. I guess if you need that open helpful. door, maybe he didn't know about ChatGPT. So <laughs> So the people that I know of that are going to other countries, A, are going with someone they've already been talking to. So it's not like these guys that you're seeing that okay. are like, I'm just going to party. I'm just going to do this stuff. No, they have specific people in mind that they have already been talking with. And they're just going over there for a vacation to meet and see if this is something that they want to apply for the fiance visa. And so it is different. And so one of the other things, though, is it's really interesting because you have to realize Outside of the LDS culture or really just religious cultures, it's changed drastically in the last 10 years. Drastically. And which means that it still is going to change in LDS culture as well. And yes, absolutely. I mean, so, but I thought it was very interesting because so they were, the lady that I saw was talking about a clip from. I think it was from 90 Day Fiance. And of course, they choose the worst of the worst people. These people are horrible. (laughs) And this guy was chatting with a woman, I think in Morocco. And I think she was Muslim, but I'm not 100% sure. And he... He's this guy, and he went over there, and he's like, well, I'm looking for a more traditional woman. And she was like, okay, well, I'm expecting what a Muslim or Moroccan man is going to... like." When you are the provider, you provide financially for the entire home. And he's like, well, I need you to still contribute financially. And she's like, no. (laughs) Like, if you're saying you want to be the provider and the man, she's like, this is how men are, is they provide financially for the home. We take care of the home. We And he was like, well, no, I still need somebody that's going to contribute financially. And And she's like, you don't get it both ways, buddy. Like, Hmm. it's not, you can't be like, I want this and this and this, but I still require you to act and do these certain other ways that are kind of almost against what they were doing. I don't know. Nick's looking up something right now. 
um, I'm just noticing that there's a thepassportbros.org oh. website. And is I'm the, trying to see if it has anything related to is this. Is there like a, a service? Is it like a service that people are using? It sounds like it. because But they say here, apply for a USA passport, which I think is interesting. But then it says Philippine travel tips, like is the next, very next link. So it almost feels a little bit like we recognize that a majority of our people are wanting to travel to the Philippines mm-hmm. because Filipino women are... I don't know the most. And I hate to be like subservient. I think it's because they're more traditional, and that's. I don't know how to classify it, and I don't know if this is the same thing. And again, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I just think it's very interesting. (laughs) So this is the other thing that was interesting that they brought up, and it says passport bros are a variation of. MGTOW movement. I don't know what that even means. MGTOW? Yeah, will you look that up? And it says, but the passport variant are men who still want to wife up good women instead of rejecting marriage altogether. Um, Ah, this does fill in what you were just uh saying. The MGTOW is men going their own way. It's an anti-feministic misogynistic, mostly online community advocating for men to separate themselves from women and from a society which they believe has been corrupted by feminism. The community is part of the Manosphere, a collection of anti-feminist websites and online communities that also include the men's right movements and pickup artists. Um, it, It sounds to me, and I could be wrong, and maybe this was my initial unease uh-huh. with what they kind of are talking about sure is it sounds antiquated to me it sounds like it's an overreaction mm-hmm. to being rejected by women yeah independent more independent women who don't quote unquote need them now that doesn't yeah. mean that they're feminist or anti-men mm-hmm. or anything like that but it does mean that these men it's, to me, it fits a stereotype, may not be accurate, but it fits the stereotype of the guy that wants to have a woman that can, they can control, mm-hmm. that will do what they need, more of a servant-ish type of woman. And the, way, the reason that the Philippines is maybe a source for this, and frankly, we saw this a lot in Hong Kong, mm-hmm. that the Filipino women left all the time. From oh, the Philippines yeah. to go to all places, and Hong Kong was a hotbed really? of people that these Chinese, these wealthy Chinese men mm-hmm. that wanted their obedient Filipino yeah. wife. See, and for me, like if we're talking about American men, I don't see it as these guys wanting an obedient wife. They just want a more traditional situation. It could very well be because the other thing is that's a thing too, right? Yeah. Have you seen that that the trad wife? Yes, trad. trad? It's for traditional, traditional, okay, and it's and these women are getting ripped apart online. They're People like, are giving them a real hard. Time. I mean, it's bad. They're like, I want to stay, and I'm not saying if you're a wife and a mother and you work, it's bad. That's not what I'm saying. But there are people that are like, I want to stay home. I want to raise my children. A lot of these people want to homeschool their children. They want to do these things. They're like, I am a traditional wife. I make my husband's lunch because I love him and I want to, and he's the provider. Love it. But they are getting ripped apart. I mean, ripped apart online. And it makes me kind of sad just because I consider myself a feminist to a degree, but feminism in the last even five years has become something I don't even recognize. 
that yeah, it, I'm like, this it, is not what I'm a part of. It's starting to be weird. It's starting to get creepy. Well, maybe that's why we're seeing the rise <laughs> of uh-huh. past Michelle Wolf does that joke where she's like, when I was a kid, feminism was like, yeah, equal rights, yeah. equal pay, all this. And now feminism is like, free the nipple. And she's <laughs> like, how is that not a dude who made that up? <laughs> There's no way that that was a feminist. It was like, but she's like, that's modern feminism. That's he's right. he's like, let's make them think it's their idea. Yeah, <laughs> take your tops off, cause feminism. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, dude, <laughs> it's not right. Well, so one of the other things they talk about in here is a lot of people, and again, this is outside of the church, but like Tinder and stuff like that. They flat out say on their profile, they're like, if you even want a chance to go on a date with me, you need to be six feet tall. So they call it the sixes. You need to be six feet tall or over, have a six pack and a six figure income plus. And then, and it also says, I expect you to pay for all of my gifts and the rent, but I will not be contributing to any of the household duties. And there are, there's a lot of women. Really? There's a lot of women out there right now. But they, they go want by... This, this is the sugar daddy, right? That they want a sugar daddy? Basically, yeah. Okay. But, and like kind of, and I hate to say it, but not give anything in return because it's not, That's it's not so transactional. transactional. But That's, it is. The, yeah. Everything they've set up is a transaction. What, you, what yes. you give me and I have to give you nothing. Yeah, and I will give you nothing. Like you get my hot body that you will... Do with what you want. Yeah, and it's like, it's just bizarre to me. Like... I'm just like, oh my gosh, everybody needs Jesus. This is ridiculous. <laughs> like, what has happened to people? Like, traditional wives, these trad wives, like, what they're saying is not anything crazy. It's not anything So are you getting outlandish. the sense that these these passport bros are, they're wanting trad wives? Correct. Like, that's a def- definition of a passport bro. To me, and my understanding of it, yes. Okay. So my... My little brother used to live in Korea. Uh-huh. He was working over there for a couple years. And I remember thinking, I think he's going to marry a Korean girl. Because mm-hmm. he was dating a lot of girls from there and stuff like that. Sure. And uh, he told me that... Uh, I remember discussing what it's like dating someone from another country. Mm-hmm. And, and he said, you know, the men here do not treat the women as well mm-hmm. as they do in the United States. Yes. And it is this like... They're kind of shocked when I do things that that they're like, oh, this is not how mm-hmm. we usually have a relationship dynamic. Um, so, I mean, he said he definitely stood out from that aspect and that women sought after mm-hmm. that because they were like, oh, American men, they treat you really nice. Yeah. Um, Which is probably not universal. Your brother was probably But I think it's more common job. than not, honestly. Especially when Maybe. you're comparing it to countries that have huge, massive rates of domestic violence and, you know, things like that. Not saying it doesn't happen here. Obviously, it does. Yeah. But. I I remember just being like, we were talking about this with my dad and stuff like that. And he's like, well, you know, just be careful. There's so many things in a marriage that are trickier than you want to realize. Mm-hmm. It. And he's like, we're certainly happy for you to marry whoever you want it's not like don't marry a korean gal or whatever you know (laughs) he's like marry whoever you want just be aware that you're taking care to to work out the idiosyncrasies of it and then i mean also i think they were like are you going to live in korea 
it's yeah. far to visit grandkids when they live over there. Yeah. That being said, he ended up marrying a girl from California and they moved to Abu Dhabi. So it was like <laughs> he still wanted to live somewhere uh, abroad. But I don't know. I, I think that, that, like you say, there's so many factors that yeah, you should hard. just take care of a lot of the things along that. I, I hate saying checklist, but just making sure that everything lines up. Yeah. That you're not putting yourself in a dangerous situation. I just want to make sure that I'm getting you, or w someone should make sure they're getting in a relationship for the right reasons. Yeah. And again, when you when you choose someone based on like this kind of meat market idea, where I'm going to go to Ukraine because Ukrainian women are, you know, whatever fill, in, fill no, in the blank. I don't know. Right? Beautiful. <laughs> well, fill in Ukrainian the blank. Ukrainian and Russian women are the most beautiful women in the world. Okay. In my opinion. I mean, I mean, most people, a lot of people's opinions. I, but I, I think the idea, though, is that when you, when you go into it thinking I'm going to look for women in this country because they fit this fill in the blank, mm -hmm. um, I think you've already started with it, it being a transaction. Yeah. It doesn't matter yeah. who they are; they're filling your need, and I is think marriage... eventually that will fade. Marriage is more than that, always, obviously. I, well, it should be. And if yeah. you want it to be fulfilling and three-dimensional and, and have a life. I wonder if, if you're not past for growing, you're still probably having that same viewpoint in the United States. I would think so. Even if you're... Uh... And, maybe, and maybe that is why he's not finding success here, is because the women here are, I don't want to say liberated enough. I don't know if that's the right word, but in the sense that they don't. They're seeking they higher quality. Yeah. They, well, I, without sounding too judgmental, I think it's a higher quality, but I think that it's just not what they're looking for in a relationship. So this is interesting. I'm reading an article from the New York Post, and it says it talks about that many men are flocking to countries overseas for the dating pool, which is disgusting women online, and disgusting. Yeah, like it makes people. Like, it makes the women in America really mad. Um, it says they are oh, looking for a traditional wife. So it says, a lot of women overseas are taught from a young age from their mothers and other members of their family how to treat a man and how to make their future husband happy. Okay, that's a little iffy. But then he says, a lot of women in America, women anymore are taught to think that men aren't crap or I don't need a man, which is very true. Okay. Like, that's actually fairly accurate. He says... He says, the truth that a lot of people don't want to admit is that dating overseas is absolutely different. He says, the, there are very few men that will tell you dating outside of America isn't five times better. He says, a lot of American women are bitter because they have a crappy attitude and don't understand that most men believe in a basically masculine-led relationship. But he says, let's see here. Sorry, give me one second. He says, the difference is that women from other countries actually appreciate being treated well unlike a lot of women here in the U.S., which is an interesting point. That's different, though, than being a traditional wife, I think. Because I think there's a, uh, a pampered mentality, like, I need to sure. be pampered or you don't love me. Like, the men are feeling that way or the no, women? No, the women. The, sometimes the women have a very high standard of what sure. how they need to be treated, and it's kind of like the other women. And to the Korean point, right, yeah. Steve, that, that these women are going, this guy's treating me good, Well, and, and, and it's... I need to honor that. We might have a skewed viewpoint on mm -hmm. this whole concept because we live in a different oh, community. Yeah. And so that certainly is different. I 
I don't know too many like religious passport mm-hmm. bros. No. Um, so maybe if I wasn't in the church, I would have this different feeling like, oh, yeah, well, no, I'm a passport bro or yeah. something. I, I don't know that I don't love the idea either just because of my first experience with the passport bro that I was like, that guy's weird. Yeah. That being said, <laughs> the what I looked up online when I searched passport uh-huh. bros, it looked like a frat guy. Right. Who was partying that's and what I saw. going to the beach with girls in yeah, and that's thongs, not... bikinis. And I was right. kind of like, this doesn't I, jive with me either. I, I mean, both sides of the coin. The guy, one guy's weird. The other guy's a frat guy. Uh, it still feels very transactional to me. It's, I'm a dude that needs to get what... I need, you and know, so I'm going to find it wherever in the world I can find it. So I'm going to go to the country that is the lowest common denominator. I don't know the yeah. the lowest barrier to entry. That's where I'm going to go, and I'm going to find what I need. Yeah. So here's another thing, though, that I just realized. So my friend that has been married twice, one to a horrible woman, one to a great woman. I know one of the reasons that he ended up going overseas is because he's short. He's probably five five. Maybe five four. American women have a weird height. Thing. Ooh, they and he is a good man. He has a good job. He is kind. He is loving. He's funny. All these things, but his height like really made it yeah. hard. So to go to a country where the women are like four eight to five two, <laughs> and like, the other men are short too. Exactly, so. and so they didn't think twice about oh this guy's five five. That doesn't matter to me. I don't no. care. And I think. And I think you can also only get rejected so many times before you're just like, what am I going to do? How am I going to find someone? That's fair. Again, so, and yeah. and I do have a skewed view of this because if you do go look at Passport Bros, I'm seeing what you guys are seeing and I'm like, blah, these guys are tools. That's not what I'm talking about. Yeah. They're, they're players in a different country. Yeah. Yeah, if you're a guy who's just like, I'm just trying to find somebody. Yeah. I mean, certainly you don't want to shame anybody for no. just trying to find love Mm-mm. it's like uh, as long as it's right. a human being and not like a body pillow i think we're okay you know yeah you're doing okay <laughs> or ai or ai telling you watch the movie her i love you <laughs> what? <laughs> the movie her what was the one with ryan gosling oh the blow-up doll i love lars and the real girl lars it's the a real great girl. movie oh yeah it's actually really sweet. It's so sweet. I loved that movie. It was one of the movies that I was like, I have very few movies that I'm like, I'm going to suggest this to my parents. And But I remember being like, can I suggest a movie to my parents when a guy falls in love with a sex doll? Yeah. That has a very uh, sex doll look to her. Uh, I was a little nervous about it. Let but I think you, they still watched it and liked it. Let me read you the synopsis. In this comedy, Lars Lindstrom is an awkwardly shy young man in a small northern town who finally brings home the girl of his dreams to his brother and sister-in-law's home. The other problem is that she's not real. She's a sex doll Lars ordered off the internet. But sex is not what Lars has in mind, but rather a deep, meaningful relationship. His sister-in-law is worried for him. His brother thinks he's nuts. But eventually the entire town goes along with the delusion and support of the sweet-natured boy that they've always loved. Okay, I know that sounds crazy, but and he ends up like evolving and like becoming right. not in love with this with this doll anymore. But it is it's actually a really sweet movie. It is the, you know what? It's the example of someone using AI <laughs> okay. it totally in a positive is. way. So maybe I don't know, maybe it's possible. But well, oh my a gosh. Movie. It that's was a movie. Great yeah. movie. I, I mean, haven't Superman thought about was a documentary, but yeah. Of Speaking of movies, I did watch was it just Friends? Yeah. Did you hate it? it? I didn't hate it, but 
I, I almost wanted to be like, okay, so this is the how to do everything wrong. Mm-hmm. Watch this movie. But the thing is, if you look at his character, he's like a lot of guys out there that the oh, stuff that exactly. he does gets him tons of women. Tons of women. Like, not that he, but he wasn't looking for a real long-term relationship. He was just looking for hot girls to hook up, blah, blah, blah. Yep. But, and then when it turned into he wanted to have a real relationship, he was an idiot and didn't know what the crap he was doing. But, like, I know guys like that. That. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it was funny. It was, it was funny. I, I enjoyed it. It was, I watched it on the plane. So it was plain funny. Hmm. Darla. That's (laughs) it. Anyway. I'll have to see it. I haven't seen it. <laughs> You've never seen Just Friends? No. no. It's, I didn't it's... even know it existed until right now. How have we been right friends now? for this long and you've never seen I watch it every year. We watch it at Christmas time. It's one of our Christmas it, movies. It is probably closer to a Christmas movie. Oh, Not okay. A Christmas... I love a Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah, it's a Christmas movie, right? It's I mean, Christmassy. Yeah. It's, it's it not takes... about Christmas. It just takes no. place during Christmas. Oh, huh. I'm going to make you come over and watch it. I saw him filming it. a Christmas movie up the canyon the other day. Oh, yeah? Driving oh. up. They're they filming had taken all the Hallmark all movies. All the snow uh-huh. and piled it on a house. Yep. It was really fun to see. Hallmark is in full swing right now. Yeah, they're they're I going. know I know like two different people who are working on Hallmark sets right now. It's oh. fascinating. I love it. Snow. Okay, fine, we're done. We Nick's are giving about me the kill it Hallmark sign. movies all of a sudden. Okay. All right. Thank you guys for listening. If you have any thoughts about passport bros or anything like that, you can email us at barbiedoesdating at gmail.com or you can find us on Instagram or Facebook. And we'll talk to you soon.